Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. On to much greener pastures and brighter topics because you, my friend, had yourself quite a weekend, not only because of where you went, but what you got to experience and uh, walk us through it. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little jealous when I heard what your plans were. And then the way that the game turned out, it couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah, well, I mean, my wife and I, we went to the Rose Bowl. Uh, for New Year's, uh, we're we're both Penn State graduates, and we we love Penn State. Um, and it's funny. Um, we had been to the Rose Bowl once before, back in 2017, and um, it, it it was kind of a rushed trip. I had to do a Falcons game the night before, so we flew out to California the morning of the game. We missed the parade. It rained. It was cold. We had horrible seats. Uh, Penn State lost the game, and we had to fly right back home. And it was really – it was a cool experience being at the Rose Bowl. Like, the, the Rose Bowl is a surreal experience uh, in many different ways because I think you're just so used to watching it on television and and uh, experiencing it through the magic of TV as a staple on our holiday calendar every year. There's a certain like natural luster to the Rose Bowl with the mountains and the sunset and you know the trees that come over the top of the stadium and just how California it is very very unique. So you know it, it's kind of this idealistic setting, but until you're really in it, you don't really get to appreciate. It's like going to the Masters, really. Mm. You know you can appreciate it on TV, but until you see it in person, uh, you don't really have a full appreciation for it. Um, so yeah, we, you know Leanne and I we we had this very rushed experience six years ago going. And when Penn state got in it again, I insisted to Leanne, like we've got to go back and we've got to do it right this time, because this is the last ever big 10 against PAC 12 Rose bowl. It is very possible, if not likely that this is the last time Penn state will play in the Rose bowl in my lifetime. So we've got to do it. The only way Penn state gets to go to the Rose bowl from now on is to make the playoff be seated in that bracket and win a playoff game. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Right. So um, we did it right this time. We flew out New Year's Eve. We went to the parade. We played tourist in L.A. a little bit. We got much, much better seats. We won the game, which was incredible. Um, you know, nothing better than leaving Las Vegas after you've won a couple hundred bucks at the tables. You feel like you're a gangster. Nothing better oh, yeah. than leaving a bowl game after a win where you can win your wear your T-shirt, the sta- uh, not the stadium, the, the airport the next day and 
walk around with a little smirk and your chest puffed out a little bit. I mean, that, that part was a lot of fun. Um, just a really, really cool experience. I know a lot of Georgia fans, uh, who are listening and watching us, um, you know, they, uh, they probably had an opportunity to go when Georgia was there a couple years ago. I know, you know, unanimously, everyone who went loved the experience. It's something I think as a football fan, you have to do one time. We've done it twice now. I don't think we'll go back for a third because we've seen it all now. We've done it. Mm-hmm. But really a lot of fun. Um, hated being away from the radio station for three days. Missed a lot. Still getting caught up on emails. Still getting caught oh. up on phone calls. I mean, it's, you know, you know the story. I mean, it's hard to take a vacation, unfortunately, sitting in my seat, even if it's only for a couple days. But well, you know, are- it's it's funny. Last night you were, I was, I had to email you about something, yeah. And um, I was the first thought in my mind was like, oh man, Mike's probably sitting on a plane right now. Is not going to get to read this for a couple hours. Yeah. There's going to be five hundred emails waiting for him when. He and that's what back. it was. That's what it was. <laughs> Fortunately, yours was close to the top, so I got <laughs> that first. And, and actually, it's a very easy email to deal with because someone else here at the radio station is not doing what he or she is supposed to be doing. Uh, so it, it's a very easy thing for me to deal with. I just tell that person that you have to do it this way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it. And I think what shocked me more than anything, the amount of emails I got on Monday which is a company holiday. Um, Like everyone was emailing me on Monday and then Tuesday morning. Good Lord. I mean, and and that's what drives you nuts because you have people here in the office who haven't been here in two weeks. You know, they, it's a lot of front office people, people who work in the business department, everything like that, not necessarily the on-air side who have the luxury of being able to take two weeks off at the end of the year on the programming side. We could never do that. But uh, you have a lot of needy people on their first day back (laughs) office who need your attention. And I'm still sorting my way through all the emails. I've got a couple who have just come in here in the last minute or two. It's um, nonstop. Yeah, this isn't working. That isn't working. We need this fixed. All right, one more piece of uh, interrelated news here before we get to our Hall of Fame audio. We now have a controversy. I've been anxious to address this, by the way. Okay. Anxious to address this. We have a controversy, Mike Conti, because um, there is now a battle for supremacy on uh, sitting your lovely two dogs. Because I got to do it um, just about uh, maybe two months ago, and uh, then Dylan took my place over the holiday weekend while I was out in Canton celebrating my dad's uh, party and New Year's. So the next time this comes up, you have two eligible sitters now we're both vying for your attention and your and your lovely home to spend some more time in with the dogs and maybe the liquor cabinet but that's besides (laughs) but that's besides the point so and dylan being now a friend of the podcast it all comes together in a nice tight circle so let's say you mike conti how do you handle this well i mean here's the thing you would have gotten the honor if you consider it that if you were not on vacation Okay. In fact, I asked you first, right? And so. uh, you, you reminded me you were on vacation. So I had to go to plan B, which is Dylan. And Dylan and his girlfriend, Simone, did an awesome job with Clark and Cleo. Amazing job. Um, you know, we don't have kids, my wife and I. So our dogs are our kids. And, and you know, it, it's a big deal uh, to to know that 
people you trust are caring for your animals, especially when you're 3,000 miles away. Yep. So, you know, I, I don't know. Next time, and, and we have a third dog sitter, by the way, who doesn't work at the radio station, who was unavailable this time as well. I don't know. I mean, I, you did such a great job. Dylan did such a great job. It, it's certainly a a stalemate as far as the level of care that the dog that the dogs got. I think, and, and I hope Dylan doesn't take this the wrong way. I think it might lean towards you a little bit, Chris, though, because of work schedules. Oh boy, Dylan works at night. Yes, he worked during the day. I like the idea of someone being home at night with the dogs as opposed to someone who gets home at 12 or one in the morning. So has nothing to do with the level of care has nothing to do with the person just kind of has to do with the schedule. I might lean towards you slightly, but I, I'm going to repeat. If you weren't on vacation, it would be all you, my friend. Oh, you, you'd, man. Be, you'd be in my house on new year's Eve, raiding my liquor cabinet and chilling with Clark and Cleo. So Dylan basically getting penalized because he plays for the Orioles and I and I and I play for the Yankees. So that's I don't that's look how... at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's brand manager. I don't look at it that way. But if you want to say it that way, okay.